Hi there and welcome to Orbex weekly podcast. You can subscribe to our channel or follow us on social media for news and updates. So this week we will discuss a topic uh, that many of you are interested in and um, it often comes up in questions from potential and actual traders. So do you really need a master plan when trading? There's only one answer to that. Simple and plain, yes. Um, for a lot of traders, trading is something of a hobby and it often does not lead uh, to results. On the other hand, some hobbyists take their activity very seriously and act with military-like precision. Yet both of those approaches and the variance in between might work very well for different kinds of people. Psychology is, after all, an important component of trading and it's not reasonable to assume everyone will trade the same. But what does a trader need in order to yield success from trading? Well, let's begin with the first and probably the most important um, aspect of, um, of trading. That is planning. Everything you do starts with a plan, and trading is no exception. This is where you work out what strategy you're going to use, in what markets, um, and most importantly, what are you trying to achieve with your trading. Are you going to be a day trader? Are you going to hold your positions for a longer time? How many pips uh, do you expect to average? How, many, how much money are you going to put in your account? How much of your account are you going to risk on each trade? Where do you see yourself as a trader next month, next year, next decade? These are all valid questions that you need to answer yourself and you need to put them in a master plan. Ideally, you have to write this down. Um, and it's the same thing like, like when running a company, for example. This is a business plan, but here, this is a trading plan. So having a plan is a vital aspect of encountering any endeavor. Um, and by this point, you already know that forex trading is quite complex, so you definitely need a good plan. There is a saying that if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And same applies to financial markets, um, as these markets are volatile and quite dynamic. But what makes a good plan? A good plan is ultimately personalized to you. This isn't something that you can conveniently download from the internet. There are many factors that go into a successful trading plan, including your available time, psychology, interests, and objectives. There is no magic formula in the because the best plan is the one that suits you. Which means that your plan is going to require rehearsal. No plan is perfect from the very beginning. You can try out a demo account. This is what demo accounts are, are for. Try different techniques, strategies, backtesting, and researching. All of this will help you refine uh, what works best for you. Write it down. A lot of traders skip this step, but writing things down helps solidify them and helps us stick to them. Consider having a one-page summary you can have handy to refer to. In order for your plan to work, you will need to be disciplined in applying it. This is another reason to have it printed out and easy to reference. Um, because when you're feeling doubtful or unsure, referring to your plan might help you stay on track. There is no point in having a plan you don't stick to. Um, but a trading strategy um, is a set of rules you set up to determine when and how you will enter and exit the market. A trading plan is how you are going to approach your trading, including how much you will found uh, fund your account, what strategies you use, and how you will manage money. You can have several trading strategies with your trading plan. For example, a strategy to trade the USD JPI 
a different stra strategy to trade precious metals, another to trade GBP crosses, etc. The market is ever-changing, and you're going to be constantly improving your trading, which means you're likely to be using different strategies, trading them out for better ones. Your trading plan, however, remains the same throughout. Um, some things your trading plan should have. Um, guidelines. For example, what are your core objectives in trading? Making X amount of pips, having an X percentage of trades end up positive, or a combination of both. Routine. A good way to keep to your plan and maintain predictability is if your plan follows a certain routine. For example, start trading as a, at a specific time or a certain number of trades. Check the markets at certain intervals. And finally, a checklist. Your plan needs to specify certain requirements to be met for trading. You shouldn't be just jumping into the markets um, at any opportunity. For example, before trading, make sure you have your setup in order. Check the markets, check the latest news, review the economic calendar, and so on. A visual checklist, again, um, allows you to make sure you're sticking to your plan and your market position is optimal at all times. Um, second dimension that um, traders tend to forget and it definitely needs to be uh, included in, in your master plan when trading is organization. Once you have your plan, you've got to figure out how you're going to put it into action. What time of the day are you going to trade? What currencies are you going to trade? A lot of this will depend on how the strategy you've de developed performs. Do you have a strategy that absolutely nails, for example, the JPY? Great. You're going to be doing your trading during the Asian session, and you're going to have to organize how you'll do that. Write that down in your trading plan so you don't forget it. Um, one of the keys to success in trading is consistency. And when you're organizing your trading plan, consistency is something that needs to be uh, written down as well. And you need to remember that maintaining consistent profits usually involves investing consistently and establishing a healthy routine to ensure that your trading activities are replicable and therefore more predictable. Often you traders will jump in with both feet in a fit of um, enthusiasm and end up burning out by being overwhelmed in the beginning. Pacing yourself helps with this. Find the optimal trading hours for your strategy and stick to them is actually a very good idea. Write down your plan. Um, it's good to come back to it frequently, both to make sure you're sticking to it and tweaking um, it to find better ways to do things. Part of the organization is a constant feedback with the plan, ensuring that the plan is consistent with reality and that you are on track. The checklist that you established as part of your plan is useful in this stage to help you organize and execute your trades along with the lines um, envisioned in your plan. Have the checklist handy, especially in the beginning, so you develop the habit of entering the market according to the optimal criteria established by your uh, plan and strategy. Um, what else uh, needs to be in your, master, uh, in your master plan when trading? Well, direction. This is the fun part, actually. Where you actually trade, putting in the orders according to the strategy and closing out so you make a nice profit. This is the part of trading that people think about most and is often the most written about, such as checking upcoming events and keeping track of resistance levels. Um, and by the way, Orbex has um, the tip section, which is great for this. 
Um, but more about direction, well, you need to keep a record of your trading. MT4 platforms automatically um, keep lists of all your trades, but that's raw data and you need to extract the key information. For example, number of pips gained, how long the trade was open for, number of successful trades, etc. A trading log, in this case, is a very useful tool both to organize your trading and to improve your trading going forward. You need to practice discipline as well. Execute your orders strictly according to your strategy and overall plan. It can be very tempting to jump into the market when what appears to be an opportunity comes along, but it's not part of your strategy. This can throw your trading off. Other times, you might be tempted to let a trade run that your strategy is telling you to close out. And this is especially hard when the trade is in the negative and you've got to bite the bullet. Your trading plan will be useless if you don't have the discipline to follow it through. And actually, practicing discipline is part of, of the direction you're going to. Distributing your time um, is another part of direction. Um, and you don't have to be staring at your uh, trade station the whole time. In fact, it might not even be a good idea because otherwise you might miss the latest news or be tempted to jump in the market when you shouldn't. For a different trade, for example, have a way to ensure you're giving your trades the attention they need, but also that you have breaks to check the news or just follow up on other things. The longer the time you're going to be holding your trades, the more you will be like you will likely be doing other things until the trades um, mature. And finally, your master plan needs to have control. And this is probably the most forgotten part of trading. And this is where you go back and compare your results to your plan and make sure everything is meeting expectations. Often it doesn't, which is why some traders um, dislike to do it. But it's important to be able to adjust your plan so that it works better in the future. Checking to see if your strategy is meeting expectations is vital to know if it's actually working. If it is, so you keep at it. If it isn't, so you can get a better one. This part is why it's very useful to write down your plan so you can compare what exactly you are planning to achieve with your strategy. Um, but it's this lack of financial control that leads most to fail. And it's no surprise that uh, it can have similar del deleterious effects on traders, for example. So how to use control best? Well, they say that control is the key to success. Once you've made your plan, you've organized how you'll make it work, executed it, then comes the time to verify if everything worked out according to the plan. Too often traders feel this is a boring exercise and just jump into the next trade. But this is where you figure out how much you actually made in trading and how you can make even more. It helps to keep that in mind when addressing this aspect of trading. As previously mentioned, um, you will want to write down your trading plan and keep a trading log. And this is when that comes in very handy. When you started trading, you probably had a goal of a certain amount of profitability, say a certain number of pips per trade. To know if this is working, you have to keep a record of the number of trades you have and how many pips of profits and loss you have. Then you can divide a total number of pips by the number of trades and you find out if you're on track. And if not, you're going to want to know why. You need to constantly go over prior trades using different mechanisms to tease out data uh, from experience to replicate. 
one of those aspects is to keep a spreadsheet with their trade data so they can visually compare through graphs how their trading has been going, figuring out what time of the day um, they are most profitable, which currency pairs work best. Another common tactic is to backtest um, the results. After a given time of trading, for example, a week, uh, backtesting the strategy over the same uh, week uh, you traded to see if the strategy should have worked and compare it to the actual performance. Then figure out why it didn't enter a trade when their strategy uh, said they should or why they entered a, a trade outside of their strategy, for example. Aside from your own analysis, traders will often compare notes with other traders since actually traders don't really compete against each other. Um, these notes you can find them in online forums or with a group of trading buddies. Having another trader you trust look over your numbers can help you spot flaws in your trading that you can improve on and you can return the favor in exchange, for example. Trading is a science and science often means data, if not all the time. One of the main reasons traders tend to neglect this step in their trading is that it involved a lot of second-guessing themselves and finding they made mistakes. That is understandably not fun, but it's also how you stop making those mistakes and ultimately make um, more money and yield more results from your, um, from your trading. A few years ago, for example, uh, New York Stock Exchange listed uh, Forex Company did a survey of their traders comparing successful traders who consistently grew their, grew their accounts with those who didn't uh, have so much luck. One of the interesting discoveries was, wasn't that the successful traders got more trades right. It was that they were able to recognize when their trade was wrong and stop it before losing too much. A fundamental, if not so appealing, aspect of trading is managing your exposure and having a realistic outlook about your trading, and that requires keeping good records. So in the end, um, I would like to quote um, Adam Savage of Mythbusters, uh, who said that the difference between goofing around and sign is writing stuff down. And if there is one thing you can pick up from this podcast, um, is that you should be writing down your plan and write down your results because in the end this is a science okay this was it for this week uh, we hope you enjoy it and again you can subscribe to our channel uh, or follow us on social media for updates we'll see you next week bye bye